Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm so glad you're tuning in today because today we are going to be talking about learning. (laughs) I know, you're like, really? But what I want to share is that learning is life and life is learning. Learning doesn't end with graduation. Learning isn't about studying to pass a test. Learning is about so much more. And we're going to talk about how to help our kids love learning and become lifelong learners today. Before I start, actually, I guess I am started, but before we move forward, I want to read to you a poem. It's called, Oh Childhood, Where Did You Go? It's an excerpt from Wild and Free. And I highly recommend this book, especially if you're a homeschooling mama. It is a great book, just sharing more about why It's important for us to just learn as we go and be out in nature and learn with creativity and with experience and not just through books. So here it is. Oh, childhood, where did you go? We sped up the process thinking that's how you'd grow. Gave up fort building and climbing trees to avoid muddy hands and skinned up knees and rolled you in things you were expected to do not stopping to realize it was for us more than you. Remind me, giving up daydreams was better for who? When did we quit dreaming to notice or care, stop looking at stars or remembering they're there? We put you on buses and shipped you away to preschools and programs and preceptors for pay. Who said the experts know better than us anyway? You were made for summers that go on forever, getting lost in good books and inclement weather making up stories and writing new songs until long past your bedtime and the porch light comes on. No need to rush childhood, it goes by too fast. What you need is the time to make it all last. You belong out in nature, staring up at the sky, blowing dandelion puffs and watching them fly, turning clouds into shapes that you want them to be, fending off dragons if that's what you see. If only there was a way to be wild and free. We read the great books, but ignore their wisdom. Go our own way instead of trusting what's in them. Childhood is a treasure, a gift to behold. I'm sorry to say you've been traded and sold. Oh, childhood, where did you go? Oh, childhood, say it ain't so. We'll bring you back home if it's the last thing we do. We'll really claim the wonder. That's my promise to you. Isn't that so great? Wild and Free was written by Ainsley Arment. And I highly encourage you to pick up a copy. But man, I think sometimes we rush childhood, don't we? When I was a kid, I wanted to rush my childhood too. I kept thinking to the next step, right? When I was young, I just wanted to be a middle schooler. 
or I just wanted some independence. I wanted a later bedtime. When I was in high school, all I could think about was graduating and making a life of my own. And then once I was in that spot, I wanted to get married or have a family or whatnot. And then when I'm in motherhood, I kept thinking about, oh, well, when my kids are this age, then this will happen. And it's like you just rush the process and forget to enjoy the time that you're in. And I, I just, I long for that for my kids. And I'm a, I'm a culprit of this rushing my kids too. I've been thinking back, especially this past year, what do I really want them to learn and know when they graduate? I love, so again, Wild and Free, I love this book, but in it, there's an excerpt from Sarah McKenzie who is an author and podcaster. She wrote Teaching from Rest, one of my other favorite homeschooling books. I guess we're talking homeschooling today, but uh, it's one that helped me to see that I don't have to be as scheduled as I thought I had to be and get everything done that I thought I had to. I could take the time to make sure that they master something before I move on. So that is also a really good book, especially if you're uh, homeschooling for the first time or if you're thinking about it. But in, in Wild and Free, Here's the expert, expert, I guess expert too, but the excerpt from Sarah McKenzie. She said, we have this desire to give our kids what we call an academically rigorous education. The word rigor comes from the Latin rigor, rigorous or rigorous, which means numbness, stiffness, hardness, firmness, roughness, rudeness. Rigor mortis literally means the stiffness of death, which I think we can all agree is not the goal of homeschooling our children. Work toward diligence instead. Diligence comes from the Latin diligere, which means to single out, value highly, esteem, prize, love, aspire to, take delight in, appreciate. Man, isn't that good? How many of you have said, I want a rigorous education for my kids? I said that. I wanted it to be academically sound and I wanted to make sure that they had the best of the best, right? But diligence, working toward diligence sounds so much better. Learning should be fun because of the experience and knowledge you gain. Our goal as homeschooling mamas is to instill a love for learning in our kids. When you learn how to learn, you can learn anything. Isn't that true? When you learn how to learn, you can learn anything because it's a skill. It's an art. Learning is an art. And honestly, learning is natural too. Little kids are naturally inclined to learn. Learning is experiencing and exploring everyday life. When we are young, we learn every day new things that we never knew. And I feel like as adults, it's the same way if we want it to be. Sometimes we get stuck in this thought that we know it all or that we there's nothing else to learn or we don't need to keep educating ourselves or keep um, doing all these things. but Learning doesn't stop at graduation. The thing about kids is they don't even know they're learning. Now, if they're sitting at a desk and they're doing their schoolwork and they're in their books, yes, they know that they're learning. But learning really starts with you, mama. Learning starts with me. If you are a lifelong learner, if I am a lifelong learner, then our kids will see that and they'll most likely become one too. We are their greatest examples. In Deuteronomy 11, 18 through 21, it talks about the importance of sharing with our children. 
So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Now this verse comes uh, with the Israelites as they were getting ready for the promised land and understanding how to abide in God's laws and understand his thoughts and his what he wanted for them. But it still reigns true for us today. We need to be able to talk with our kids. We should be sharing with them all the time and lessons we're learning if it's applicable to teach them or if there's something that happens with them, maybe we can make a lesson out of it and we can talk with them through it. In all that we say and do with our children, we are teaching and training them. We are raising them up to be respectable adults who love the Lord with all their heart, soul, and mind. That's the main goal. They are learning with every movement with every word, with every activity. And guess what? We need to be the ones sharing with our kids. We need to instill in them the values and the morals and the understanding of this world. The government shouldn't be doing these things. The schools certainly shouldn't be doing these things. Their social, emotional learning needs to stem from our homes, from us, in the safe place. It is our responsibility to help them to love learning and to become lifelong learners. Lifelong learners are motivated to learn and develop because they want to, not because they have to. Lifelong learners understand the world around us. Lifelong learners are innovative and creative. There's so much that goes into being a lifelong learner. When you're a lifelong learner, you find joy in the smallest of things. Have you ever taken your kids on a hike or out into nature, and they've been exploring and digging and uh, looking at all the leaves and climbing the trees and experiencing nature. And they find, have, have you noticed that they find joy in that exploration? And guess what? They're learning in it. They're learning to be creative because they're probably imagining themselves in this deep forest, maybe as a superhero or, um, fighting bad guys or whatever it is, but they're probably using their imagination at the same time. And this is so good for their brains. Learning is about us as mamas helping pull out our children's giftings and their passions and helping them to cultivate them in an environment where they can grow to use them independently. We were all gifted with our own talents and skills that we could hone and grow. God made us uniquely us. And what is important is us to understand how to draw that out, how to seek God in it, and how to let him use those skills and those joys and those passions for his glory. Food is nourishment to our bodies, right? So we need to have good food come in to produce good, healthy lives. But learning is nourishment to our brains. When we dive in and we are willing to open our minds and explore and be creative and read books and go to workshops or take classes or just be out in nature, quiet and still. Did you know you're learning there? 
because it's in the quiet that God speaks. There's so many things that we can do to teach our kids and they won't even know that we're teaching them. It's such a secret, right? But you know what? Going to the grocery store with your kids, they can help you find everything. We could create the list of what we want and maybe we could help them try and find the best prices. They could add up all the different costs and estimate what we're going to spend. They can see the budget and helps help us stick to it. Did you know that's learning? We could go adventure in the park, meet new friends, play outdoor games, go, my boys like disc golf, go disc golfing, go hiking. That's learning. Exploring on a walk or a hike while in nature, looking at birds, listening for their sounds, looking for other animals, pointing them out, picking dandelions. That's learning. They don't know dandelions are weeds. They think they're pretty flowers. I remember, I think it was Ethan, my oldest, used to, we used to go on walks all the time. And on the walk, every time he'd collect all these dandelions and he would give me that bouquet at the end as a gift and just be so proud of it. But that's what being outside and exploring does. That's learning. How about reading a good book together? Either just with your kids or maybe as a family, maybe you have a family book maybe a historical fiction, and they can get really into it and they don't want to stop, they don't realize that they're learning. They don't realize they're learning history at the same time, right? Uh, playing board games for family night is learning. That's actually one of our favorite things to do. And we play one almost every night together at dinner time. It's one time that we all get to be together, focus on each other. Sometimes they're games of luck. But many times they're mathematical, 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 they're, <laughs> sorry, uh, they're mathematical or they're strategic, but we're teaching them how to lose. We're teaching them how to win. We're teaching them how to plan, how to organize, how to be a team player. Unfortunately, I'm really not the best at teaching them how to lose yet. Uh, I used to be a lot worse. <laughs> I hate losing. I'm not going to lie. Um, if you know me well, or if you play games with me, you understand that, but I am so competitive and I want to win. And so I've been learning, right? So right alongside them, I'm learning how to be a good team player and how to lose. And I am losing a lot better these days because my kids are getting good. But you know, one thing I didn't let them do is I didn't let them win. They had to earn it. I mean, little bits when they were really little, you know, I'd try and help them out and stuff. But at the same time, I want them to learn how to win on their own. Like, I don't want to be giving them a favoritism or anything. I want them to win, right? So I never let them. <laughs> and now it can expand into what passions do they have? What projects could they work on? Maybe they like uh, working with their hands and woodworking, or maybe they're crafty and love to draw or paint or musical. My oldest son is now editing my podcast episodes and my YouTube videos. And that's learning. It's so fun for me because I get to watch him grow in those skills. It's a, a life skill that he's learning that he could use in multiple facets. And he's enjoying it. And he's getting paid a tiny bit. Uh, he comes pretty cheap, which is good. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. Um, but that's learning. He's having fun in the process. He doesn't realize, I mean, he might realize now he's 13. He might realize he's learning, but he's enjoying it. 
It's something he wants to learn. And it's instilling that love of learning into him. Sarah McKenzie says, if we are aiming to order our children's affections, learn to love what is lovely. Join in the great conversation and cultivate a soul so that the person is ready in every sense of the word to take on the challenges around the corner and on the other side of the college entrance exams. Learning isn't about taking a test. It's not about getting into college. It's not about a GPA. It's about turning it into a life skill, turning it into a lifestyle. I much prefer my kids to, after high school, want to continue the learning process than to be so pressured into getting all A's and passing these tests to get into college. So like the good grades to get into college, to get a good job. That's not what our goal is in our family. Our goal is to establish a love for learning. I have a challenge for you today. And this is actually something I learned from a really wise homeschooling mama. She has, her name's Nancy. And if you're in Minnesota, she has a homeschool store in Elk River called, what is it called? Hepner. Oh yeah. She has a homeschool store in Elk River called Hepner's. And if you're around the area, I highly recommend you go check it out. Go support their business, but she will sit down with you and she will talk to you forever and help you to understand your kids' learning styles and what kind of even curriculum could work for them or how you can help teach them and guide them. But one thing that she mentioned to me as I was starting homeschooling that has stuck with me, uh, this is our ninth year of homeschooling, so it's stuck with me up until now. And she told me, I want you to write down the top 10 things you want your child to know before he graduates. And I did that. And guess what? The first thing was not, I want them to have really great grades, or I want them to have a real good foundation of mathematics. You know, those were, it wasn't about the subjects. My top one was I wanted to instill a love for God and their faith. Another one was, I want to help them learn how to think and not just learn what to think. And there were so many different ones like that, like budgeting. I want them to understand how to utilize their finances well and sewer their finances. I want them to be strong men and strong leaders and have good character and be respectable. And as I look at the list, none of them were basic school things. They were things that we'd be learning every day together. So my guess, and this is my challenge for you, I want you to write down the top 10 things that you want your child to know before he or she graduates. Whether they're in physical school or you homeschool, that doesn't matter. I want you to write down what you want them to know. Because my guess is it's not going to be the main subject at the top of your list either. I... You know, I was challenged by another homeschool mom. I was challenged by Nancy when I started this journey. And now anytime I get frustrated with my day or it's not going right and we're not getting everything done, I can take that list out and remind myself that the point of learning isn't to race through everything and check it off. It's not checklist mentality. It's a lifelong skill I want my children to cherish. If you're not a homeschooling mama, like I said, this still works. It's important for us to define the most important things that we want to instill into our children before they leave home. Because one day 
not too long from now, they will. Even if you have tiny little babies, cherish them now, but it goes too fast. It really does. I only have four years with my oldest, maybe five, but I really only have four years left with him. The time literally flies. He's going to be a freshman in high school next year. I am not old enough for that. Um, <laughs> you know, anyway, whatever. And after that four years, I pray I did enough. But enough meaning I spent enough time with him. I prayed enough for him. I let him make enough mistakes. I let him take enough risks. I let him play and be a kid enough. I let him explore enough. I let him ask questions enough. And that's almost a checklist in my spirit for me on if I'm doing my role as a mom. Because many times I don't like letting them take risks. I don't want to let them make mistakes. Don't go too far to that edge. I don't want you to fall, right? Don't climb that tree. I don't want you to skin your knee. I don't want you to fall and hurt yourself. No, no, play it safe. Do you feel that way? But as we raise them, we need to slowly lighten the reins and let them loose and let them explore. Let them learn. Let them make their mistakes and take those risks. Not all. Obviously, we are still the parents and we know how far we can let them go. But let them ask you questions. Don't get annoyed. I don't know how many times I've gotten annoyed at my kids asking the same questions over and over again. But now I look back and I go, man, I want to cherish that time. I only have a little time left with one of them. So that's my encouragement to you today. Write down those top 10 things and don't forget them. Bring God into them. Pray for your children. Release them when the time is right. But let's turn them into lifelong learners. Let's give them a love for learning. And that starts with us. We need to find and develop that love of learning. What is it that you can do if you have felt like you don't want to learn anymore or you learned enough and you let it just stop in after high school or college? You never picked up another book or whatever it is. What can you do to be the example for your kids to show that learning is a lifelong lesson? I hope that this is an encouragement to you today, Mama. I love our time together. And in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.